0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire terms and conditions apply. Need to hire you need indeed.
1: Roto grinders daily fantasy football podcasts are presented to you by Yahoo daily fantasy sports. They're doing it again this week, 16, a million dollar baller contest on Yahoo and same deals before $250,000 in guaranteed overlay. That means they are putting $250,000 of their own money into this player prize pool that makes it the best valued tournament of the week, bar none over at Yahoo. And they're also doing it for NBA tonight, this Wednesday, and I believe for Friday as well. You're looking at $200,000 guaranteed tournament with 50k in guaranteed overlay. Make sure you check them out. It's rotogrinders.com/yahoo, and be sure to use promo code Grinders30 for a $30 matching bonus on that first deposit over at Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports. Hey everyone, what's going on? Dan Bach here. Yeah, unfamiliar voice on this podcast stream, but. Figured we'd jump in here today with a special edition fantasy football podcast for you because uh, as you've probably seen on the podcast stream, we've got a new sponsor. It is Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports and we have been pumping them a lot over the last week and a half and we're going to continue doing so because they've got some amazing stuff going on. So this podcast, not just going to be an interview with a couple of guys from Yahoo, I'm going to come back with a special guest, and we're going to be breaking down the big NFL contest coming up this weekend on Yahoo. So some Yahoo-specific fantasy football content here on the Roto-Grinders daily fantasy football feed. But joining me first, we head to both California and New York. What a wonderful world of technology we have that we can be in Florida, New York, and California and sound like we're in the same room. We've got Alex Healy. Uh, he is the, uh, the what do I want to call you? The uh, Senior Product Marketing Manager. And then Daniel Height, who, of course, is, uh, it just said, head of Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Is that right, Daniel? Are are you the true head? <laughs> or are you a product guy? What, what, what's your title?
2: I think so. Product lead, business lead. You know, it yeah. d- depends on the day. But, but yeah, run, run Daily Fantasy for
1: Yahoo. Awesome. And you guys have done something that uh, has been... Eye-opening, and I've been in Daily Fantasy for, oh boy, probably since the beginning, near, near the beginning, before you know even some of your competitors were out in the space, and I don't think I've ever seen somebody have a quarter of a million dollars in a guaranteed overlay tournament, let alone doing it back-to-back weeks, as we've got it again this week after uh, coming off that million-dollar baller. A week ago. Uh, Alex, let's start with you. I mean, you're the marketing guy here. Uh, Tell me exactly what the plan is because you guys are, you know, we're upwards of over a half million dollars in just football contests alone that you guys are more or less giving away. So what's the plan here? What's going on?
3: Yeah, we we are not just insane or crazy. Uh, We are looking really forward towards next year um fantasy is obviously a big part of yahoo sports um and we're going to continue our investment into not only a season-long product but daily product as well next year i know a lot of people have been waiting around for this um since 2015 when we launched um but you know really just the timing was thinking ahead to next year we have a lot of people who are getting you know knocked out of their fantasy playoffs by Derek henry's of the world and you know we see people come into daily and you know we just figured the timing couldn't be better and just want to give our users a good experience to finish the year
1: giving users a good experience is certainly one thing but uh, you know combining uh, you know adding that much money to player pools week in and week out is borderline insane like you said I mean was this uh, something you know I kind of want to get back though to what you mentioned before is you guys have been around since 2015 I mean was what was the delay in actually coming forth with, you know, heavy promotion on this product? Because this isn't brand new by, by any measure, but I do think there's plenty of people who probably haven't played the product until maybe this past week. So uh what are the circumstances around that? Because I imagine, you know, you and Dan were, you know, probably trying to, to get this to happen years ago, because there's, you know, if you build something, the last thing you want is, or the one thing you want is to get word out about it. So why the delay and why now?
3: Yeah, I think if you look, you know, sort of at the history of DFS, um, you know, you saw the bidding war and the spending war on TV between some of our competitors. And, you know, this wasn't our only business. And I think that's just something that we didn't want to get into. Um, You know, we still had season-long product. You know, as you as you start to see some of the things Yahoo Sports has done over the last year, you know, streaming every NFL game for free on their phone, we now have, you know, NBA League Pass on your phone. Um, we are trying to just give, you know, fans sort of the most access to, you know, whether it's NFL or NBA or just sports in general um, and content. And, you know, one of the ways I think you can get people to be more engaged in sports they love is daily fantasy, obviously, and fantasy in general. So, you know, as we look forward towards next year, um, daily fantasy has become a big part of our strategy and something we want to invest in. And so we just figured, you know, what better time to invest than the end of the year around Christmas and, you know, sort of the end of the season and the playoffs. And, you know, I think we've always tried to be different um, in our product. And, you know, I can let Dan speak to that a little bit. Um But, you know, we really are just fan first. We want, you know, whether you're playing free daily fantasy or $1 contests or $1,000, you know, we want you to get whatever experience you desire out of our product. And uh, it's actually pretty interesting. And Dan can check me on this. But uh, the guy that won, that took down 100K yesterday, um, did single entry, one lineup and out of, you know, 37,000 and took down the whole thing for 100K. And he'd just been playing for, you know, free for the last couple months. so you know, was, that his first,
1: was that like his first, like, deposit into Yahoo, Dan, or his first deposit in a while? Like, I'm sure you've looked yeah. at the metrics. We're, I mean, talk about, like, the reactivation rate and, like, the new players, like, this promotion brought in just kind of after that first week. I'm sure everybody's curious about that.
2: Yeah. So the, the guy who won had made two two separate $25 deposits over the last few weeks. Um, and so $50 total and won hundred K. So that was a pretty good return for him. Uh, but yeah, in, in general, we've seen some, seen great uh, response to this, this, this campaign, this effort, uh, which kind of speaks to exactly why we're doing it again for next week. Uh, we saw a ton of new users come in. We saw, uh, we were able to re-engage a bunch of users that, that started with us back in 2015 and then, you know, continuing to engage the users that have kind of been, been with us along the way. So, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a great week. It's been fun. Uh, I was telling, you know, talking to engineering the other day, it really felt like, um, you know, the start of the NFL season is always a ton of excitement here when, you know, everything, you know, when new features are out and we're testing everything and everybody's kind of working around the clock. Um, it doesn't always feel that, that way this time of year. And, and it did, right? It felt like, um, you know, all that excitement was back where it felt like the beginning of the season almost.
1: Well, I want to give you kudos on something which, you know, might sound lame to listeners because we've actually been pretty good on this front lately in DFS. But in years past, when sites would do something crazy along these lines or run some sort of promotion that would bring more people to their site than maybe they've ever had in their existence, a lot of times the technology doesn't hold up. The technology held up, Dan. I I mean, that's, that's, that's that's a good, that's good. I mean, yeah, I mean don't, don't take that lightly. I'm sure you might've been sweating it a little bit knowing that you were going to have this huge influx of people coming to your site more than a, a typical Sunday.
2: Absolutely. Always sweating it, but I mean, huge credit to our uh, engineering team um, and, and everything they've built. The platform is, is very stable and, and, you know, we've, we've had a good year for, from that uh, perspective.
3: Yeah. And looking at,
2: and just looking at, you know,
3: I know we're talking daily fantasy, but this isn't new to, you know, these guys, you know, these guys, plus sure. their butt during NFL draft season when, you know, a yeah. lot more users are coming to our platform. And, you know, so we're built for this. So we're ready to take on more. Hopefully this weekend we get even more people coming and playing with us.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, uh, I, I think I think Dean said it best on Sunday morning when, when he basically said if you're looking to play between 20 and $200 in Daily Fantasy on Sunday, you're basically – you know, doing it wrong if you're not playing on Yahoo with the type of value you guys are supplanting. You know, in these tournaments with this kind of overlay. So, uh, again, great time to check them out if you haven't done so. Now, let's let's kind of talk about the product here a little bit, Dan. I mean, you know, there are some distinguishing, you know, differences between what you guys do and and your competitors. And I think the the one thing that stands out and which sometimes you know can be can make it difficult to to scale to run, you know, massive seven-figure tournaments is a 10-entry max. Uh, I even wondered, like, is there a chance that they might increase that when I saw that you guys were, were going to host a, a million-dollar tournament but you didn't do it? Uh, talk about the reason why you stuck with it and the plan moving forward and just the philosophy around, you know, 10-entry max versus even raising it to, you know, 20 or 30, which – you know, is two or three x, but it's not like the 150 that we see in a lot of your other competitors' sites.
2: Yeah, sure. When we launched um, in 2015, I would say there there wasn't a whole lot that differentiated us from um, the main competition at the time. Um, and so after those first few months, that first NFL season, we went back and and we tried to figure out, you know, how how can we stand apart? What is you know what what can we do to this product to make it you know more in line with Yahoo Yahoo Sports and and the season-long brand that we built up over the years, um, and that around then is when we launched Fair Play. We called Fair Play, um, where we did things like we labeled, you know, experienced players, which is now the industry standard. But back then, we were the first site to go out with it. Um, we, you know, banned scripting, which was again becoming industry standard. But then, the kind of most significant change that you mentioned was we did a ten-entry, uh, a ten-entry max per per contest per user, um, and no more than one percent. So. Um, for most of the contests, you know, if there are 199 entries, uh, we still it's it's single entry only. If we go up to 200 entries, that's when we'll allow for users to do the second um, second entry. And then for the biggest contests, uh, as you mentioned, it's it's a 10 entry max. Um, and the reasoning behind there, you know, we we want to be I think Alex mentioned it. We want to be fan first. We want to um, we want to put our users first. We want to make sure everybody you know has fun, has enjoys their time on Yahoo. Um, and, and really attempt to kind of level the playing field here, where we, we don't want you to have to um, use spreadsheets in order to compete. You know, I know we, we obviously know that a lot of people do, and a lot of people will continue to do so, um, and they might, you know, continue to have an edge. Um, but by limiting it at 10 entries, um, you know, not having a CSV upload tool, which I know there's some discussion about, Um, we think that, that, that really puts kind of the, the more casual sports fan who wants to do an entry here or there, um, really makes it for a more enjoyable experience where they don't have to worry about competing, you know, with somebody who's doing this full time, who has, you know, 150 lineups, um, and using different tools that, that they might, you know, they might have access to, but they might not want to, to, to play that way.
1: No, you know, I, I don't have a problem with there not being a, a CSV upload at all. Um, and I don't think most people probably do, but I think there's an, the argument could be made that, you know, the fact that it is only 10 lineups that people are creating anyway, you know, any sort of edge that that brings is pretty negligible because it's, it's more of just a, a convenience of being able to get them in quickly rather than an advantage to get them in quickly. Um, your kind of thoughts on that mentality of, you know, you know, the, the possibility of, of ever bringing it. Did you think that holds water? Do you just feel like that opens the door up to, to, to people believing that somebody else has a bigger edge?
2: Uh, no, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, there could, there's always discussion about what features should, should we work on? Shouldn't we work on CSV upload is certainly, you know, on there, we see user feedback, you know, I always love to hear what people want and are requesting and, and we we absolutely take that to heart, and, and we discuss you know internally where those rank in terms of priority, in terms of you know what um, you know what we're what we're trying to gain from you know making those decisions. Um, for this one specifically, yeah, you know I think I think it's a little bit of both. I think adding a, a CSV upload will um, will give an advantage to people who who take advantage of it. Um, in addition to making people who don't use it, you know, feel like they are at a disadvantage, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think it it certainly does. Uh, Alex, you know, you mentioned getting some momentum going into two thousand nineteen, which is interesting because that's right around the corner, and we're kind of towards the end of NFL season. And especially, you know, with your guys' product, you you don't run the, the single day game, so you know you're not you know, you're going to run the the you know the some playoff contest but you're not going to be running you know anything particular for the Super Bowl. So that means that there's got to be some commitment here towards, you know, other sports like NBA and, and MLB and, and maybe even golf as well, which is something that you've added. Uh, and, and we're starting to see it with some NBA contests even just this week. Um, what's, the, uh, what's the plan? What's the overlay plan at least for the next week or so regarding NBA and, and what do you hope to do with, uh, with that product?
3: Yeah, so I think for the next uh, for the next week at least, and uh, you know through the end of the year, we'll run uh, some larger NBA overlay contests. We got a hundred K with twenty five K of overlay uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week with ten dollar entry. You know, some feedback. You know, we heard internally around our you know million dollar baller. The price, the entry was twenty dollars. Wanted to see, you know, that's still, you know, some people don't even play $20 for an entire NFL weekend. Um, So with NBA, we're going to try out some $1 contests with, you know, same percentage of overlay, see how that does. And on the smaller slates on Tuesday and Thursday, we'll run same thing, a little bit smaller though, um, you know, leading up to this, you know, Sunday million dollar baller. And then we'll have a, you know, surprise on week 17 NFL. So. Looking forward to next year, you know we do you know you mentioned we don't have the single slate we will run contests through the, the playoffs um, but you know it is a shift to NBA and golf uh, Golf starts at the top of the year and uh, you know looking ahead to MLB, which I'm particularly excited for
2: and on, that, on the playoff note, um, you know we do run um, a, a program we call Champa Champs so to so champion of Champions, um, basically anybody who wins their season long um, you know, Yahoo Fantasy League gets invited to play in a in a private three week long uh, free roll. Essentially, you know anybody who's won the league gets to compete against everybody else who's won who's also won their league. So you, you have a big DFS you know three rounds um, free roll competing um, for money against all the other you know fantasy football winners, which is great. We'll do a secondary secondary league as well for people you know anybody who who uh, Didn't win, Um, so I also have an option for everybody who didn't win. And This kind of goes along with our, you know, all all season we're running Yahoo Cup across all sports now, where we give out money every week and then a a big prize at the end of the year um, for the cumulative winner. So for football, it's, you know, every Sunday through the regular season, um, NBA, MLB, uh, soccer, golf, it's it's basically one one round per week uh, where we give out money uh, every week to a winner and then, again, a big prize at the end and completely free to play.
1: Yeah, and uh, and if you are in a state that you can't play Yahoo, or in a country like Canada, it, can
2: Canadians play in the Yahoo Cup? Canadians can play in the Yahoo Cup outside okay. of uh, Quebec.
1: I think I called them Canadians. Don't. Hopefully, nobody. Can forget <laughs> what they're uh, Canadians. They're uh,
2: forgiving. Uh, they're a forgiving bunch.
1: They are. They are the nicest people in the world. They probably laughed at that one. Um, but yeah. So uh, and I know people are like Dan. Ask him about Florida. I can't add, these guys don't make that call. I know better, okay? I know better than to put guys on the spot who would love to offer their, their product to as many people as they can, but this is above their pay grade. So uh, unfortunately, we'll have to wait patiently for hopefully that day in the future. Um, what, one thing that you know I, I did mention, I don't want it to be overlooked here, um, was your addition of golf this season? And I think you got rid of your season-long golf product. Is that right, Dan? So, like, is the only golf product you have the daily game on Yahoo? That's right. So,
2: so we did have a kind of a legacy golf game um, where, which already kind of functioned as daily fantasy. I don't know if you if you played it, but you had, you basically had different tiers, and you got to pick uh, you know a few golfers from each tier, and you pick your golfers every week. So it was really kind of a a really old, old version of uh, Daily Fantasy, and and we um, we ended that platform about a year ago or so, and and with the plan to to rebuild it on the Daily Fantasy platform, um, and especially with our features like like Daily Fantasy Leagues, and you can do a private league. Uh, we we were able to migrate a lot of those users over who had been using that that classic game, uh, that legacy game, and and have them recreate their leagues on the Daily Fantasy platform, which made it more modern, you know, salary cap instead of the tiers um and brought the you know mobile app version with it kind of for free which is nice.
1: Yeah, excited to see what uh you know what kind of promotion you have around that when when golf really gets moving. Um Dan, one more thing, you know people are always you know wanting to know kind of what's next and I know that in doing this for like the last 6 7 years, nobody likes to tell me anything before it actually exists. I'm going to see if you're going to actually kind of break that trend here. Uh, give me like a feature that you know you don't have to give me a timetable when it might be launched but something that you and your team are looking at or a couple of things that you feel like you can do better at yahoo that we have to maybe look forward to in terms of the daily fantasy product itself
2: yeah so um, i think most of the enhancements that we're going to see in the beginning of of next year are going to be in the mobile app so right now you know our web uh, has been has been Pretty well developed, and um, you know there are a few additional um, tweaks that we're making. Some requests that are coming, especially as as we have had all these new users come on, we're we're looking at that feedback, and there might be some enhancements to the web we can make. Um, but when we look at the you know iOS and Android versions, you know there are some kind of basic functionality, basic features that um, we haven't, we just haven't been able to add to the app yet. Um, and so looking forward, you know I'm really excited about next year being able to add. Um, some of that back into the app. So something like, you, you know, you can't create, you can't batch create head-to-heads in the iOS app right now. You can't create a league, uh, you know, multi-round league in, in the iOS app. Um, a few different features like that. We had briefly, we were testing live projections. So uh, live projected standings. So kind of like how we do with season long, where you can see, if if you play in Yahoo, you can see um, how your head-to-head matchup is doing and we'll actually project the rest of it um, project the rest of it out right and so we we're trying to apply the same concept to daily fantasy uh we had a few kind of issues and uh that that we've been working through so we haven't turned that back on but I, I assume i imagine some of you guys probably have seen that kind of come and go as uh as we've tested it out over the last kind of few months and so hopefully we'll we'll kind of iron out all the bugs there um and get that working so yeah i'd say most of the kind of enhancements will be um app related over the next few months and dan are you who-
3: gonna Dan, are you going to let me uh, exclude players from my player pool for a certain period of time so
2: I can avoid Alex Lund Chalk night? <laughs> I'll build that just for you. Just, just self-exclude. No, you or what Alex really wants is, is um, for me to be able to, to let him hide certain lineups. So when he has like a dead lineup, he he wants to not ever look at it again. Yep. That's one <laughs> I'll, I'll think about. Yeah, the
1: the, the the player self-exclude button has been bandied about in daily fantasy circles for uh, almost a decade now we 'll see if anybody actually comes up with this. Just note. Take the decision out of my hands like. exactly um, I am going to give you one bit of feedback though that I think would be would be good for you guys, um, especially you know i i don't I live in North Florida, so i don't get to play Yahoo that much. I made the the trek up. I was in this past week, um, and I really got my first experience in sweating, and I think like your sweat experience on the site could probably, you know, use some tinkering because he can only kind of see one, one uh, lineup at a time. It's kind of hard to see where all your lineups rank. So that's just one thing that uh, a feedback I'm going to give you here on the podcast that I feel like you guys can, uh, can probably do better than the current setup. There
2: you yeah, go. no, I think, I think that's fair. I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll definitely take that back. Our, our main um, web front-end engineer, he calls himself the GOAT. Um, and shout out to the goat yeah he's very very modest guy Um, I I ended up taking him down this past weekend in some of our head-to-heads but yeah I think uh, I think he'll take that to heart and and he'll he's very competitive and we'll want to make sure uh, we have the best experience possible
1: yeah and I think you know with what you talked about in terms of like projecting like that's something that if you kind of overhauled the whole thing you could have some fun with and and build out something pretty cool that's uh that's really innovative that we haven't really seen in this space. Uh if you haven't checked them out, make sure you do dot rotogrinders.com forward slash Yahoo will get you to where you need to go. You can use the promo code grinders30. And if you have not made a deposit on Yahoo, even if you've got an account but you haven't made a deposit, you use that deposit bonus, you should get $30 matching bonus over there on Yahoo. And uh, you know on top of you know the overlay, and again, 250k again happening this week. Uh, if you're not familiar with that term, that basically means uh, they're only taking enough entries for 750 thousand dollars, but paying out one million. So 250 thousand out of their pocket. Uh, Alex, you guys also have like other rake-free contests, anyway, correct? Like on almost on a daily basis.
3: Yeah, I mean, you're talking about quick match.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
3: So this is uh, a great idea that you know, Dan came up with or Dan's team came up with um, where we will match you with an equally skilled player um, for a rake-free head-to-head at four different um, entry levels um, once each slate. So, you know, if you're a new player um, or you're just getting started and, you know, want to play head-to-heads, you're not going to get stuck playing against uh, the GOAT, you know, (laughs) 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 who I also beat this weekend. Um, oh, yeah, but it, but it's a great way to learn um you know and a lot of my friends from college and you know whatever they really love it because it lets them get you know a little bit of exposure you know every night in NBA but they don't have to dig through you know tournaments or you know trying to pick up head to so, heads um you know they just get placed with someone that's you know equally skilled as them and we have a ranking system that you know i think it's basically Based on the stand, the average of your scores against the standard deviation of the average scores are something much more complicated than I, than I understand um, yeah, So that's,
2: that's a pretty good explanation. Uh, and the only, the only added feature is, is we actually guarantee it for a main slate so if we're not able to match you in a main slate against somebody, uh, meaning you know we didn't have enough users or it came in too late, uh, we guarantee it and so that's a free win.
1: Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> you guys just love giving away free money over at yeah. Yahoo, apparently. That's that's <laughs> what I've learned here uh, during this phone call. But you guys, I, I'm excited to kind of see you guys, you know, definitely move more towards the uh, acquisition side of, of players and uh, excited to see what other rollouts you have. And uh, and thanks so much for, you know, d- doing this. We Again, this is something that we don't see in the industry any longer. And for you guys to be like, you know what? Here we go. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it for multiple weeks. It's awfully impressive. So, uh, as a player, especially in a day where you know rake is going up not down, uh, much appreciated. And uh, and look forward to more of the good stuff you guys have happening over at Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Thanks a lot, fella All right, big thanks to the guys over at Yahoo uh, breaking down exactly what is going on, and of course this amazing overlay opportunity. I can't speak enough of it. In terms of why you need to play. I mean, just, you know, the opportunity, the, the cash lines move so much higher in your favor when you've got this kind of overlay. So what I thought I'd do today is break down the NFL slate. Again, it's still a little bit early in the week for us, but thought I'd bring on uh, a special guest. You might have seen him on Roto Grinders talking some mma but i had a chance to catch up with him over at the king of the beach and uh looking at his resume uh, honestly like one of the most well-rounded grinders and -and up-and-coming players we've got in dfs his name is mike brown you might know him as h3 Buddha? buddha is that right
4: buddha yes it is um The origins of the screen name is simple. I wanted an H3 Hummer when I was younger, and I think I was staring at a Buddhist statue when I made the name. I remember making it back in the poker days, Dan, and it it just stuck. Uh, But yeah, it was awesome to meet you down in King of the Beach. Uh, You made me feel great down there. You know, I... I've been putting in a lot of hard work and sometimes you don't get seen like I really am the definition of roto grinders, right? I started from just myself, um, doing what I do using the website, doing, putting in the hard work. And, you know, in the last two years, I've really seen some great success and, you know, I, I attributed a lot to the site and, you know, everybody is, pulling for each other I think that's the best thing you know you yeah. and I never met in person but I know you're, you're rooting for me in the background and that feels great
1: yeah no doubt and uh, the, you know that's kind of what community in in RG has kind of been about in, in the beginning and you know sometimes it feels like it's gone away just in terms of when the site scales and DFS scales it, you know it, it's harder to kind of necessarily always have that sense of community but it's great to hear stories like this, and and I love kind of giving you guys opportunities to to showcase yourself as well and and help us out with some content. So what we're going to do is we're going to look to week 16 here on Yahoo. We're going to keep this analysis specific to Yahoo. And as our boy Dean78904 says, if you're going to play between $20 and $200 this week, it should be on mm-hmm. Yahoo. No question about it. Based on the value you're getting in this ten-entry max one million dollar guaranteed tournament, uh, so let's let's start the breakdown, Mike. And you know, we'll we're just going to take it position by position and and talk through things and and you know, try to try to help the the listeners a little bit in terms of uh, recognize some value and in, uh, in, in the builds of their own lineups. And we'll start at quarterback this week. And you know, the one thing that I'm looking at you know this week is uh, a lot of teams have completely packed it in you know Mm -hmm. we're starting to see teams just give up we're starting to see marquee players like I believe Aaron Rodgers this week and maybe even potentially Cam Newton might not even play because they've got nothing to play for and you know if you're banged up why send them out there so you know I think there's going to be value opportunities in in places I don't know if quarterbacks a spot like I, I love paying down especially because you know you've got some smash spots for for guys like McCaffrey and Barkley and, and Zeke but I'm not sure I'm recognizing like a a min salary crapper that that I'm particularly excited to play uh so that's my my early kind of uh look kind of at the quarterback position in terms of just the overarching feeling of the position what about yourself
4: Yeah, it sounds like the same thing to me. I typically like to pay down a quarterback when I can. Um, But with this particular – so late in the season here, I'm wondering, you know, are we going to have to pay for some type of floor? Um, But at the same token, we're trying to win this Yahoo tournament, right? Minkass is great. I think uh, last week I got eight of my ten through. But it's more about you want to get in the, the top, you know, what is it? Top 10 there, you know, so you're looking for plays that are going to be off the wall. Uh, initially, you know, I think people are going to be drawn to bigger names. I think you're the pool of players in this one are going to look for name brands. Uh, you know, last week, it looked like higher ownership on names over maybe quality players. Uh, what did you see last week though, when it came to that, because I think ownership is going to be important in a tournament like this, especially at quarterback, but quarterback, not a lot separates the you know best from the worst. So, like you said, I, I too like to look at value uh, very much. And there's a few that popped off right away to me this week. And, and it's funny enough, Sam Darnold is, is popping very high for me already. Uh, I know that he's going against Green Bay, I believe, the 30th ranked defense, um, $22. I think he gives you a mi- very minimal running upside, but he does give you – the passing yards. What's your thoughts on Darnold?
1: Yeah, I, I don't think he's terrible. I mean, this total actually comes in a little bit higher than I expected. We don't have a a uh, a true um, line on this one it, initially. I think it it, it kind of came out as like new, you know, the Jets minus one or one and a half, which mm-hmm. clearly makes you think Aaron Rodgers is not going to play in this one. But you know, it you know, I think that's accounted for here in this over under of forty four. And yeah. I would have thought you take Aaron Rodgers out and Deshaun Kaiser at quarterback versus the Jets, you might even sit have something sitting at like a 41. So yeah. the fact that it checks in at a 44 I think does make it interesting. And you're right. You know, this is a perfect situation where you've got Green Bay officially eliminated, you know, from the playoffs. we talked about teams that are kind of tanking. The Jets, you know, they've been out of it for a while. But Sam Darnold, I mean – you, you start hearing some of the naysayers, you know, is this guy good? I mean, he's got kind of a lot to still play for. yeah. And I, I can buy it. The problem is, like, I am not, like, a Robbie Anderson guy at all. I mean, no. he was great last week. But naturally, in these tournaments, you want to pair your quarterback up with somebody. And I question whether or not, like, there is that pass catcher that we can play with Sam Darnold. And you don't have to, per se, but, you know, in, in game theory and, and lineup, you know, building, it, it makes the most sense to be doing that. And that's my only really hesitation there because you're right, the price is, yeah. is fantastic.
4: That's that's really what drives me is the price for him. Um that's my thinking. I look at point per dollar, that's what I'm kind of built on. And that was one of the first ones that popped as just Kind of an outlier to the field um, when it comes to point per dollar, yeah, I agree his first pass catchers that might be difficult
1: because, the, because to... you can ask you can ask yourself this and, and again i don 't really want to do it because Minnesota's pretty good, but at least they are at home, and mm-hmm. you know you can get Stafford at twenty one and you know, a dollar less than Barkley, and he's got an alpha wide receiver in Kenny Galladay that, yep. you know, has immense upside. So, like, I think that more people will probably go to that combination naturally because it you feel better when you click that, that yeah. wide receiver quarterback combo than you do Sam Darnold and Chris Herndon or Robbie Anderson or somebody like that. Not to say those guys can't do it. But just the, when you got 10 lineups, and that's what makes Yahoo tricky here, Mike, and you know it, yeah. is mm-hmm. you, you can't say, well, i got, I got 99 other lineups or 149 other lineups. Like, I can do this thing. No, you've got yes. to be almost – you don't have to be more conservative, but I think naturally people are because they just can't spread out their exposures all over the place.
4: Yeah, I, I would run definitely a tighter core with some iterations or some GPP plays mixed in that are, you know, really off the wall plays. But Stafford was another one also that was up there as well. I, I agree with that play. And it seems like there's that $22 to 21 that, you know, you even have somebody like Jeff Driscoll who I'm sure people are still going to click on. I don't know why, but it's, it's scary. Uh, against Cleveland, is, does that interest you at all? Because I mean, it's a pivot off of Stafford. It's a pivot off of Darnold.
1: I don't think so. I don't think. I mean, he didn't do it last week at home versus Oakland. I mean, not that Cleveland is a much better defense, but on the road in this situation. I mean, he threw for 130 yards that day.
4: Oh, it was uh, not good.
1: And, and they scored 30 points. And, and, you know, so I if he didn't get there last week, I can't envision him being a, a GPP winner. On this slate, so I'd probably rather go with Darnold or Stafford on the cheap side of things if I'm going to go in this range.
4: Absolutely, I think, and that's like really like where I start is that value guys. Uh, should we move on to maybe a higher end one? Because I think yeah. I I definitely think that Andrew Luck is going to see some love here at 31. Um, you know, he's probably I would say the safer play out of all of these guys up here. Um, I me and Dak burnt us at 32 last week luck is just doing it all this year again he's really back I definitely like him at 31 he's got people to pair with like as you were saying um I don't believe they have much to play for I don't think they are playing for much uh
1: who's that the Giants or I mean Indianapolis is playing for playoffs they still got yeah they're, they're in the thick of it here so,
4: yep, I'm, yeah, I'm pulling up on the side here and it, I mean, there you go. I mean, there's a great narrative to run with. He's going to be trying to keep the score high. I, I think it's a good play for luck as always. It, ownership's going to come down really important in this. You'd agree, right? I mean, it's, it's kind of figure out ownership. What's your opinion on ownership? So I'm not hundred percent sure what your idea is on it.
1: Yeah. And it's a little bit early in the week. I don't think Jimeno's kind of come out with his first iteration I think people are going to pay up for, like, Ben and and even guys like, like Breeze, as bad as he's been lately. I, I think they're going to go to that game and be like, okay, we didn't get the shootout last week, but this is an indoor spot where, you know, both of these quarterbacks can absolutely – like, this can turn into the shootout that people thought we were going to see with the um, – New England game last week. Patriots, yeah. Yeah, with the Patriots last week, which was uh, a letdown. But, man, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to go there because I think it's like the safe, confident play. But as I talked about in terms of like the actual build itself, let's say you throw Ben in there, that leaves you $20 per position. And if you wanted to play Elliott, who I think is like just a lock this week versus Tampa, and you wanted Mm -hmm. to play Barkley – that leaves you at fifteen per position. Now there is some value out there to make that work, but you're not going to be able to really pair up Antonio Brown or Juju Smith Schuster and get those stud running backs. So I think it's it's kind of an exercise in, in lineup building here to. I agree. To see what's going to work best, and you know, do people want to play Ben on an Island like by himself? Probably not. Do you want to fade Ezekiel Elliott and Saquon Barkley? I wouldn't really recommend it this week, so it, it makes it a real challenge. And uh, and yeah, so like, but I still think ultimately people will want to click that Ben that Ben button this week. Yeah, and again, it
4: it makes sense a hundred percent at uh, New Orleans indoors. That total makes sense as well at fifty six. I think it is the highest, so people are going to want to get either side of the ball in that one. I'd love to hear your take on Mahomes because I think he is going to be the late, late hammer here. Right. I mean, yeah. we saw it at King of the beach. They can Kansas, Kansas city offense is just explosive at any time they can go off. That total there is about, what is it? 54 ish right now. And I think he can still do stuff against Seattle. I don't think there's any concern at 38. Like you said, it, it doesn't allow you a lot building, um, but you are getting points. You're probably locking in one of the highest ceilings, right?
1: Oh, no doubt. Like the probably the highest ceiling out of any player. But I just worry about do I want to take a quarterback against Seattle who wants to shorten the game, that wants to run clock uh, it's kind of like that situation you saw a little bit with, with even Dallas last week. Like Andrew Luck didn't smash against Dallas. That's you know, even though they mm-hmm. you know Dallas, you know, didn't play well. He didn't score a single point. But ultimately, you know, Seattle doesn't want to drop back and throw the ball, you know, forty times if they don't have to. So Seattle's a tough spot to play. I I I think I'd rather click Roethlisberger if I'm going to pick one of those two and yeah. And, you know, that's just my personal opinion. But I'll tell you the guy that I think we need to talk about here who's going to be extremely overlooked and might even – I mean, especially looking at his salaries, you know, this is the cheapest number he's been um, literally since week four against Minnesota – and this is Jared Goff over at $30. Mm-hmm. And he was 34 last week, got all the way up to 37 a few weeks ago. And let me just tell you this. The guy has thrown one touchdown pass over the last three games. That trend is going yeah. to end, okay? <laughs> like, that is not going to continue and i don 't see a much better spot for it to happen than against an Arizona team, which is just dreadful. We saw Matt Ryan rip them apart last week, and i don 't think i don 't think Todd Gurley is healthy. I mm-hmm. think there 's a chance that even if he plays they 're not going to play him the same level of snaps that they do on a typical Sunday. Because, you know, this is Sean McVay. Remember, you know, week 17, he sat everybody. Everybody. When the game didn't matter. So, in theory, if they're up three touchdowns in the first half, are you going to come back with more Todd Gurley? I don't know that you do. I think Goff at 30 is, is, you know, needs to have a good game here before the playoffs, and this seems to be the spot for it to happen. So, he's probably my, my next kind of favorite guy in this $30 tier.
4: I, I agree a hundred percent. The $30 when I saw it, I thought, wow, it's probably, it is the lowest. Like you said that he's been all year too, or, you know, maybe one or two, like you said, against Minnesota. I like the price. I think like you said, that girly situation, which we'll probably just touch on again is, is, is scary. I think he's going to have the ball in his hands. I like the play very much. Um, what's the total in that game it's uh about 47 and a half there it's not bad 46 ish it's i like it uh i mean highest think-
1: applied team total on the slate 29 and a half or 29 points yeah twenty-nine and a half. so
4: so yeah i t- can't go wrong with that price right
1: <laughs> yeah no i you know i know it's early in the week but you know i'm surprised we don't have him tagged right now um in our lineup HQ on Yahoo because he feels like a complete mm-hmm. smash. Great.
4: There's one guy against my New England Patriots. Don't do it. Well, how can Are you, you not? Are
1: I, you, you're Josh, you're on team Josh Halloween I
4: I think I think I'm buying into the hype, Dan. I mean, he's putting up points. I mean the last uh, what do we have? 20 points, 20 points, 30, and the last three I mean, against New England, I mean I watch all the Patriots games. I've I've been to a bunch as well. Uh they're just not as good against the run. And quarterbacks, they haven't been able to really contain them as far as I've seen. So you're not on Josh He's Allen. A,
1: no, zero. I mean, he was he was he was a rush he got a rushing touchdown last week, so it kind of quote unquote got him there. But he ran for think, 16 yards and threw for 204 and one like that for 28 bucks. When you can get golf for two dollars more, like
4: I think I'm buying the touchdown equity. I think that's what I like out of it personally. I think he could, you know, throw for one, rush for one, um, even throw for two uh, against New England. I just I'm interested, you know. You probably would just run Allen by himself. I don't know if you would even. Need to pair him with anybody, but like you said, tournament wise, you're going to want to in this tournament. So, I mean, I like Robert
1: Foster. Like, I think he's a pretty good player. Like, you look at what he's done since Benjamin's left. Like, he's been good. Like, four out of five games, or whatever it is, three out of four. Like, he is he has been really, really good. So, I think like Mm -hmm. legit target for him. But I'm just not convinced that he's a good passer. I mean, 13 for 26, 18 for 36, 18 for 33. I mean, Belichick we'll probably look at it and say, okay, you know, what's the biggest weapon Buffalo has right now? And it's Josh Allen's legs. Let's take that away. And, you know, we should be able to beat this team. And basically, you know, his protege did that last week. Outside of that, just, you know, I don't say fluky, because I do agree there is equity with the touchdown rushes with him. But, you know, those three games prior to this one, I think it was phony baloney. I mean, 101, 135, and 99. uh, People who are chasing that, I I think. So, I mean, the thing is, if he's like 22, you can make the argument. But I I just touched on it. Like, do we want to just not spend $2 more on golf or $3 more on luck? I I think you do. So,
4: Yeah, dare I say even pay down to 25 at Eli indoors. (laughs) I mean, so, you know, now we're
1: now are getting crazy. <laughs>
4: yeah, I know. I'm, I I joke, I joke. I mean, that that is an interesting one, though. At the twenty-eight dollar range, like you said, that's kind of falls in no man's land, right? People are going to go all yeah. the way up, probably, or all the way down. Um, anyone else really catch your eye? Because early in the week here, it's it's. I mean,
1: I mean, I, I go- want to be a Kirk Cousins believer. I really yeah. do. Um, you know, but it's hard to do it right now. I mean, man, I thought last week it was going to happen. They got up to that huge lead. It looked like they were just going to yeah. crush them. And, you know, and I think, like, I mean, 215 yards, 21 pass attempts last week versus Miami. I mean, I think a lot of that was situational, where they got up to such a big lead, and Dalvin Cook was just running like crazy, where they yeah. did need to pass it, but – I do believe, like he's still got three hundred yard games and three touchdown games in him, but man, you, you got to have a you got to have a short memory <laughs> to press that button because he screwed me in a lot of teams last week.
4: Absolutely, and I mean that one could get out of hand as well too uh, from yeah. Minnesota. So that's something that scares me off a little bit. I'll mention one other name. What about Mitchell Trubisky? Um, he's kind of the definition of a of gpp play lately um i just don't know if i could pull the trigger but i do think he's got upside uh he would let's, let's see the logs here he's got 19 7 16 but he does have the crazy upside of 36 um do you think he can pass for three two or three touchdowns here and get us some points or do you think uh against san francisco it's just gonna get out of hand in their same type of deal to just run the ball.
1: Yeah, I think it's just an uglier game for me. Um mm-hmm. I don't I don't love it. I don't I don't hate it. I mean Trubisky's won people like a multiple millions of dollars this year. <laughs> That's and, and, the narrative, right? So like I, I get that side of things, but um I I don't I don't know if this is the spot. I just it's hard for me to click a Chicago, you know -hmm. Outside of Cohen it's hard for me to press a Chicago player on a full slate like this. You know, weeks ago, where we've got you know, you know, less games to worry about. But especially here, where we got even Sunday night on Yahoo. Yeah, I'm probably not doing it.
4: I know. I I love the Sunday night game too. It adds so much more. It reminds me of the old games we used to play. So I think Yahoo is doing it great having that uh, hammer game on Monday night.
1: No doubt. No doubt. All right, let's go to running back next and. Uh, let's touch on Todd Gurley here. I mean, he's $40 and it's it's an Arizona defense, which is just dreadful versus the run. I mean, Tevin Coleman nearly had, it felt like 300 yards rushing last week if it wasn't for some penalties. Um, but you know, we've got the questionable tag and I watched that game last week and I felt like watching even that first half, I was like watching that dude run. I was like, man, he's like, limping like he was not even running right and then lo and behold coming out of halftime he's got that wrap on his leg and the guy is just so valuable to this team that I don't know that they're going to want to risk it so I think he's a fade if he's in so yeah I think that's that's it's just too much at 40 bucks but I think the larger question is do we take a chance on a mid-salary you know maybe john kelly here if Gurley is ruled out this week
4: i mean it would make a lot of sense Uh, i i believe i love taking running backs in big favorite spots for instance the what is it minus 13 and a half now john kelly is in a good spot to get points for us at least carries um and I saw that they signed C.J. Anderson. Is that correct?
1: Did that happen? Wow! Like I didn't. So uh,
4: the Rams signed C.J. Anderson from the grave, I think. Actually, um, this is which, like his
1: fourth team that he's had a chance to 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 uh, to catch on with here. Yeah, signed with the Chiefs for or got a tryout with the Chiefs and and didn't make it after the uh, the whole Kareem Hunt deal.
4: Uh, it could be a messy situation. I mean, he would play, right? Uh, if, you know, he is signed, he can play this week. Is that correct? So, yeah, yeah. so I mean, it adds a little bit another layer, but John Kelly, yeah, I think you'd have to monitor things. It's again, for me, it's a little bit too early in the week, but I think up top, you really have a clear cut number one. And then McCaffrey is so interesting. I think Elliot is in such a hammer spot. Like you mentioned earlier, uh, I'm, I'm not going to be all in, but, you know, I'll be doing the 10 lineups. I'll be pretty heavily committed to Elliott. But I definitely, on the ones that I may fade Elliott, I might put CMC. I just, we know what the Atlanta defense has given up this year, the worst ranked against running. I just feel like it's a spot where CMC can go bonkers, especially because what we saw from Cam last week.
1: Yeah, he can't throw, you know, the the little dump-offs to McCaffrey are – are what he can can yeah. feels good about doing right now, and and I think the only thing about McCaffrey for us to monitor is the Cam situation. I mean, this line is off right now. You know, I don't <laughs> see a, a total or a, a a spread on this game. You know, at the moment, or Carolina minus two and a half, I guess is the number I've got right now. So, I mean, Cam will probably play, but I just wonder about motivation in this game, and not that that changes anything for McCaffrey, but. You know, there's so many running backs here because yeah, Barkley and Elliott are are just fine. Like Barkley last week got a ton of targets, just didn't convert. Uh, I think it was kind of fluky that, that you know, he kind of had as bad of a game. The weather was a, a, a mess. And let's face it, Tennessee just kind of grinds it out where, you know, Indy won't do that. They play with pace. So, like, mm-hmm. this is a fine spot for him. Nick Chubb versus the Cincinnati defense – you know, he should run for easily over a hundred yards, but he's 32. Like that's an expensive it's, number. So it's expensive for
4: him. Very expensive. Yeah. And it's like, uh, people are going to gravitate towards the upper top, you know, McCaffrey, Barkley, Elliot, instead of clicking a Chubb. I was actually on Chubb just the same as you. I, I think he's interesting. Um, but it's, ex- you're paying up for him. I mean, I, I, I like to save when I can take the value where it is at running back. And then I'm team Jam of men typically. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of value that you can touch on in, you know, we'll probably touch on in a few minutes, but up top too. Um, I know Joe Mixon's been popular. I don't, I don't think I'd go there. Kamara as always. Um,
1: especially after getting know, the old, uh, pro bowl snub, you know, on Twitter he came out with the, uh, with yeah. the laughing uh, emojis. So you got a little narrative there.
4: Oh, I didn't even see that, but, you know, it makes sense. Uh, as big of a monster as he was earlier in the year, um, I, I would say he's kind of obviously cooled off, um, but he can go nuts at any time. We, we all know that. The half-point PPR doesn't concern me at all. He's, he's still going to get you points. Um, so I like, I like Kamara, but – what about Dalvin cook? I think he's going to be very popular in this tournament at $23 coming off of last week's big game De- against Detroit. It does scare me a bit. Um,
1: yeah. He's not a lock and load for me. No. But, you know, I think he's in play just based on, you know, they won easily last week. The game plan was to run the football and he was successful. So I- I'm more the, the line of thinking like, why would they go and change that? We, yeah, Detroit's been, been pretty good after the Snacks-Harrison trade, but they also lost, I think, like Ziggy Anza this week and another D-lineman. So, like, they're kind of thin anyway, and uh, I'm okay with it. But it's like – because he is a big savings off of Elliott and Barkley and McCaffrey, and he – you know, we saw last week he can get there. Yes, but, he can. <laughs> but it's also, like, last week – Really, man, that game flow was like perfect for him, I mean they got to the lead they could run it you know, and you know we even saw though Latavius Murray was not like non-existent like he scored a touchdown he's back
4: game. in there yeah he's in, so, he's in the fold again there which is yeah. a little bit concerning, and even that game is a forty three over under or forty three and a half which is concerning um you know as, as five and a half point favorites if he were the only back there I'd, I'd probably really be interested in him. Uh, in this range again you have Johnson um DJ and Jordan Howard Connor you know Connor is still questionable do you think he plays i i mean it's that's important news right i mean, Huge. I, I, mean I mean that's probably Samuel's the biggest is, one is a
1: free square he's 14 bucks, again on uh-huh. yahoo like some of the other sites really priced him up so it's a decision mm-hmm. to make but um on yahoo it's it comes down to if he plays, you pretty much have to play him at $14. So.
4: Exactly. And do you think the questionable tag will hold people off of Connor if he is active? I mean, we have uh, late swap, right, fed yes. for four twenty five. So we're going to have time before lock to see if he's going to play or not. And, again, that game total is really nice at 56 So I definitely want a piece of the, the game. And we know what Connor can do. Indoors as well, like you said, I – I'm interested, like you said, Samuel, same thing. You're going to have to probably lock on load if O'Connor is inactive. I never thought we were going to see Chris Carson at $21, though. I mean, that's that's crazy down there here. Uh, But how
1: crazy is it coming off of a uh, (laughs) back-to-back 22 carry games, six receptions last week, too, which is really encouraging. And, you know, Kansas City is not particularly – Great on defense in their own right here so like absolutely I, I don't think it's crazy i mean there's just so many good running back plays like you're using your flex position in running back this week we haven't even touched on the value yet and there's oh yeah like, there's a ton so oh the,
4: yeah and running backs just there's plenty of value and again i just he is getting carries 22 carries for carson there so it's it's intriguing uh I guess let's just jump to value. I mean, I think you have to immediately go to Jamal Williams, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I don't like rostering Jamal Williams, but with uh Aaron Jones no longer in the fold, it, it makes sense, right? Uh he he's probably going to be owned uh $14 here on Yahoo against the Jets uh as with three point favorites, it's not the best situation, but uh or actually no, it's a pick em now, right? Oh
1: yeah, I will. I will pass on Jamal Williams this week. Um, I will. I will gladly pass on Jamal Williams. Uh, I, yes, it's the Jets, but it's a Packers team, probably with Deshaun Kaiser at quarterback. And um, like, I, I don't. I, well,
4: wouldn't that boost Jamal? I mean,
1: he's not good. I mean, <laughs> he's not good. Like, they're 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 not a running team anyway. I mean, like this team is nothing to play for, and. Like, I guess in theory it should help him, but, like, I don't think he's a good running back. So, yeah, uh, it's not yes, gonna matter. like, you want opportunity. He's going to get it, but, you know, why not take Tevin Coleman with no, <laughs> with no Edo this week? He is on the IR at the same price. So, you know, I think I like him a little more indoors. This game is at Carolina, but, yeah, you know, 14 bucks, he stands out for a play for me. I'd almost rather go yeah. on the opposite side and take a look at Elijah McGuire, who got mm-hmm. 18 carries last week, uh, three receptions, found the end zone now in back-to-back weeks. Uh, and especially like a spot where like, it's going to be competitive. They're going to score some points. Uh, McGuire might not be the worst play. He's a little bit more expensive at that $16 number. So I get the, uh, the people who are like, "Yeah, I can go up a little bit more and get a, a bigger name. But you know, yeah. I think he's the, he's the running back right now. For the he, Jets, no
4: question. Well, he's most certainly more talented than Jamal Williams, like you said. Um, and Coleman was the other one I was going to mention as well. I think that's just that's a misprice uh, at fourteen dollars here on Yahoo. Uh, same type of range. I have a couple more names: uh, twelve dollars, Jeff Wilson. Dare I say, Kenyon Drake? Are you a, you're not a Kenyon Drake guy? Are
1: you? I mean.
4: You want to win it, I, right?
1: <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I want to be, but unfortunately, Balaj went for like a seventy-six yard run last week, and I think they're going to give him more touches this week. I mean, he went twelve for one twenty-three, and you could say, well, seventy-six of that came in one in one carry, but still, like eleven for seventy or whatever you, the the math comes out to, or sixty, it's not bad, like six yards mm-hmm. per carry, so. Against Jacksonville, like, I think Bellage is still going to be in line with a with a ton of carries in that game. So, I'm not in, not in love with it.
4: No. Yeah. Uh, and Jeff Wilson, is. are you on board no. with him? No. no. No.
1: In Chicago, I'm not missing. I'm not missing with it.
4: No Let's um, see. What else do we have? It's About, here's, plenty here's, of value.
1: Yeah, here's one more situation that could prop up is the Jags just kind of shut Fournette down and say, we're playing for nothing. And then you've got maybe TJ Yeldon at 11 bucks versus mm-hmm. Miami who we saw last week. Uh, they can't stop the run. I mean, Dalvin cook and Latavius Murray just ran, ran all over that team. So you could have some opportunity in Jacksonville running backs. If Fournette sits, I I don't trust Fournette to play at all. So, you know, me too. I mean,
4: so I know that I know a lot of people that have been hurt by him season long. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he he does sit. Uh, one news that broke before we hopped on here was the carry-on is out. So, that's obviously you've got Riddick and Blunt. Uh, obviously, don't touch Blunt. Uh, Riddick interest at $11 here against Minnesota. Um, Forty. It's not the best total, but we know what Riddick can do.
1: Yeah, if it was full-point PPR, I'd, I'd do it. But he ran the ball pretty well last week, 8 for 47. Mm-hmm. um and I and I think he does have more receiving equity than we even saw last week, especially with Ellington out. I think he's like yeah. a flyer. I'd probably rather play him on full point PPR site, but um, you know nobody's going to play him on, on a ten entry max. He's going to be very low owned. So maybe if you want to uh, run that uh, that quarterback wide receiver stack on Minnesota and run it back, someday, yeah, something that that's you know, what I was thinking where it works.
4: Yeah, that's probably about it. But again, yeah, monitor the different things. I think that, you know, it's so early in the week, things are going to pop up here uh, that we can get, you know, a little bit of an edge later in the week.
1: All right, let's get to wide receiver next. And uh, I, you know, it feels like a pay down week at this position again, because of the the running backs and the high end of things that look really, really good. So um, man, I mean, where do we start? I, I, you know, Online at HQ, Q, the, the, the double tag that we have early on is Josh Reynolds for 12 bucks against Arizona. And, you know, you can get a Josh Reynolds, Jared Goff, you know, combo there for the grand total of, what, $42 on Yahoo. That's less than Todd Gurley or about the same as Todd Gurley in his own right. So uh, I think Reynolds might end up being chalk at that price and probably okay eating it.
4: Yeah, and I mean, add in there the girly situation. They're gonna wanna move the ball. I I like Josh Reynolds for twelve dollars. I saw that he was tagged up on there and he, he does pop on a lot of my models as well. Uh, speaking of twelve dollars, I, I I dare I say Chris Godwin. Um, I don't yeah. know, I think I think he makes sense. Um, I, you know, I, I don't think I'd pair him with, you know, Jameis or anything crazy like that, but he's I mean-
1: the ownership's not going to be there after scoring you know under two fantasy points the last two weeks um but i
4: bounce back spot
1: it does kind of feel like a little bit of a bounce back spot here against dallas i mean that was a tough matchup a week ago Mm -hmm. i can get behind that i I don't hate it for for 12 dollar flyer um some other cheapies for us you know galladay's at back at 16 i don't have a problem with that i mean i was the frustrating thing is, you know, when I played him the two previous weeks, he did nothing and then didn't play him last week. And, you know, he converted a ton. I mean, the, the targets were pretty much in line, you know, the eight that he's seen, you know, the two or the three games before then, but he actually converted those, you know, to big plays. So he feels too cheap on Yahoo at 16 and, and Josh Gordon too against Buffalo here, you know, 14 bucks is his price. Um, I don't hate that number. I mean, we just saw a big play guy in Kenny Galladay go downfield and, and, and you know, put together a big game. Uh, he was, you know, right around double digits in pretty much five consecutive starts before then. So I feel like he's a little too cheap. Maybe.
4: Yeah, and and like you mentioned, it, it seems like you could definitely pay down here at uh, wide receiver here and maybe get one big name in. So uh, roster construction is going to be important for this particular tournament. and paying down or getting a pivot off of some of these guys that are going to be higher owned like the Josh Reynolds is going to be important. Um, any love for DD? I mean, you're the, you're the Jags guy, right? Um, I, I just,
1: I don't think so. I, no. I, I It's hard. To, I mean, he got there on a kick return, you know, I mean, and What's his uh, luck? yeah, it's pretty lucky, but I mean, he gets some red zone targets or whatnot, but uh, I, I don't think I'll be pressing that number. I mean, no.
4: I, I I get it. I get it a hundred percent. Higher end. um, What about uh, Michael Thomas just seems to be the the guy to go to, right? I mean, he's, he's our best one on the slate. I'd imagine.
1: I mean, I I feel like, you know, he and Hopkins are in really good spots here um, for, you know, a little bit cheaper price than you get on Antonio Brown and Julio Jones you know, Adam Thielen's another one. I mean, God, is 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 he what happened here? Uh Ugh. he went from had him like, on here. Yeah, I mean he's been one of the best receivers all year long and now he can't do anything. And it's a matchup versus Detroit where he went four for twenty two uh just the last time they played. So like, man, the price way down on him, twenty eight. Yeah. Uh, man, that's that's way down from where he was, I think, last week when he was the highest-priced wide receiver on the slate. So
4: he, Yeah, and he's been as high as $38 here on Yahoo, yeah. too. I, I remember even considering playing him at the 38, 39s uh, because, like you said, he's been a monster, but he's kind of just disappeared. and it, it always is concerning when you have the two real talented guys like with Diggs there yeah. uh, and Deland because you never know which one is going to get the hot hand. Um, last week I know that Juju was a big play Uh, I I had him everywhere and he put up the six fantasy points with the four uh, receptions he's getting the targets still Dan Um, any interest in it Uh, you know 10 targets 12 targets 9 17 we're getting targets 31 dollars here on Yahoo any interest
1: yeah I I mean that game is the the game to stack so like yeah Yeah. on that front (laughs) of course Brown is like a dollar more I mean I don't I said it last week on ownership report. I I don't, I'm not buying this narrative that like Juju has replaced Antonio Brown. Uh, I think a lot of this is kind of coverage schemes and uh, who knows what new Orleans is going to do here. Uh, I don't think it's a given like that Juju just outperforms Antonio Brown. He didn't last week. So um, I pretty much split exposure of those guys. If I'm, you know, playing Ben and, and feel like you need to run back some, some stuff there, but uh, what I'm about okay the? Them, but I, I like Thomas better for cheaper than those guys. He's, me
4: too. I'm I, I'm equally as high on, on Thomas as you are. What about uh, Odell? Um, you think he plays? Uh, do you think it adds another layer that Shepherd will be a value again if he doesn't? Um, what What are your thoughts on that? Because I think Shepard is obviously a play if he's out. Um,
1: yeah, I, I like I don't Shepard again. I mean, if no OBJ got nine targets last week and uh, just, you know, nine targets in crappy weather, uh, you know. Now indoors. And now it's Indianapolis indoors. I feel like, you know, people will get – this is a perfect example of a guy who did not come through for you. You don't play him, and then the following week he smashes. So I'm fine going back to Sterling Shepard if OBJ sits, which I kind of expect him to. So, me, um, me as
4: well. That's why I mentioned it. I think that's a that's going to be one to monitor uh, when it comes to wide receiver. How about high? No more high dollar wide receivers for you. I, I mean, I, I like you said, Hopkins. You mentioned Cooper's going to probably come in low. I, I'd imagine, but we know what he could do against Tampa Bay, right? I mean, crappy yeah. defense. Uh, yeah, I, just, I don't know if I trust
1: Bucks after, you know, going seven for, or four for 32 last week. So, you know, their algorithm thinks he's due to, to have a big game and, and I get it. Um, It's just, his whole season has been big games or average games. So, you, you know, uh, this is more of a tournament podcast, so that fits yes. the narrative of what we're doing, but uh, it's hard to press him when you can get, you know, equally as dominant guys, I think it like similar price points. Uh let's move down a little bit because there's one guy that's kind of standing out here after his game a week ago and Doug Baldwin 18 bucks here against Kansas City. You know, this could be a uh more of a shootout type game. He's got four touchdowns over the last four weeks. Um mm-hmm. and you know under $20 there. So, you know, he's the guy they still like to go to. I mean, Lockett is great and David Moore's nice, but you know Baldwin is their money guy when it comes down to it, and uh, they might need to score in this Sunday night one. So, don't mind
4: yeah. him. Yeah, nice to have two touchdowns last week, touchdown in the week before. So obviously they're looking to get him the ball too. Uh, one other guy I was looking at right there, uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Um, I, it looks like he's just getting the targets with Foles there. Um, you know he's the he's the guy he likes to go to. What are your thoughts on that? I think $17 here. Um, he's got the tournament upside that we want, that's for sure. Against Houston, not the best, but targets could be up.
1: Yeah, I'm okay with it. I, I, I think he's fine if you land in that range. I'm not like, you know, he's not the first guy I'm putting into my lineup. But, uh, you know, because there's still a lot of pieces out there that they can go to, especially in that passing game. So, But clearly Foles likes him. That's, that's very clear from the last couple of years so uh, I don't mind him um let me see if there's one more name here To oh I, I mentioned him earlier Robert Foster still has not gone up and he's gone 108 104 94 and 105 those are four <sighs> of his last five games he's the downfield threat and you know sometimes things stand out and you feel like it's anomaly but you can completely um look at his production post uh kelvin benjamin departure and it's it's you know it's a, it, it fits
4: it's yeah mm-hmm. so
1: like he shouldn't be 14 dollars or 13 dollars. he should probably be like 17 18 19 yep. so you're getting really good bang for your buck in a game they're probably going to be trailing they're going to probably need to throw and uh i'll be surprised if he doesn't kind of become one of the more popular options
4: yeah, I love the price, like you said. Uh, he's got, you know, the little chart here on Yahoo, the little chart with the games. Yeah. That chart is going straight up, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is. I kind of like it.
1: Like, it's like the stock it, chart they got next to him. Yeah. It
4: is. It's awesome. Um, and again, I don't think you know, you're know relying on uh, touchdown or anything like that. I think he's he's going to get the targets that you want. They'll potentially be playing from behind um, as you know, 12 and a half, 13 point dogs here. Yeah, I, I like the foster play.
1: All right, let's get to tight end. And uh, man, last week was a dumpster fire at this position, Ugh. and I don't think that's going to happen two weeks in a row. Uh, the likelihood that Kelsey, Kittle, Ertz, Ebron, Gronk, all crap the bed two weeks in a row is is not particularly likely. So, if you had to take take you know one or two of the top five, who who you got?
4: I I, I probably have to go back to Kelsey. Um, yeah. Like you, it just makes logical sense here against Seattle. Uh, I, I'm hoping maybe people get scared off by that. Um, but the 54 total is really intriguing to me. I mean, you know what you're getting out of Kelsey now, $28 though. I mean, Take I think price. you can afford it. Yeah. It, yeah it, it, it's, it's huge. It, it's huge. Um, and like you were saying, it, it, it's about the roster builds. Um, I just don't know if I could go down. Like people got burned by Ebron last week. He he was, the expensive most expensive on the slate I believe and probably the most high-owned I believe uh, he didn't do anything 1.3 points he saw just three targets there that scares me Kittle oh, Kittle is just gonna be up and down here I mean he got the eight targets last week um, coming off that huge um, week before that uh, his price has actually gone up six dollars Coming into the game against Chicago, so I don't know if I necessarily go against that defense. Would you?
1: I don't know if I want to, but I think some of his numbers last week were misleading. I watched the game, and Mullins missed him on like a sixty-yard, wide. I mean, it was a touchdown. There's nobody yeah. near him, and he just overthrew him. And if you add sixty yards and a touchdown, you're looking at you know over a hundred yards receiving back-to-back weeks, multiple touchdowns. Like I wish he was a tad bit cheaper, but mm-hmm. I think like he is just their guy. Like they just love getting him involved. So I don't have a problem kind of going to to Kittle here. Um, Cause I think like, I think he's so established and you know, yeah, Chicago is a tough team. Um, and it doesn't make sense to pay up against tough teams. But, you know, in this tournament, I don't mind it if you can get him. Because I think most people will be like, if I'm spending 26, I'll go to 28 to get Kelsey. Yeah. And I if agree. I can get him at, you know, two-thirds less the ownership, I'll I'll do that in this tournament. Uh, okay, let's move down a little bit. Uh, I think Evan Ingram, I talked about a little yeah. bit last week, and he got 12 targets. And, you know, the there's definitely a correlation between – him being targeted and OBJ not being on the field. So I think it's completely dependent on that Beckham news. But if he is out at 15 bucks, I think we can go back there against Indianapolis.
4: Absolutely. Makes sense. Um, those are that the price has gone up again. It's one of those situations, like you said, uh, they're expecting him to probably be out with the algorithm because he went up $3, $4 rather some last week, uh, I, I like this this range here in this like fifteen to you know even twelve dollar. I don't think people are going to end up in this range personally. Um, and Joku here is fourteen dollars. Uh, he's kind of seen a fall off. So I I don't think I'd go there. Bray, I has been frustrating, but we know what his upside is. He, he's kind of touchdown uh, dependent though, isn't he? Uh, which is yeah. concerning against Dallas. Burton he's been popular um t- it tight end is just such a frustrating position isn't it
1: it is It's <laughs> nothing that makes you feel particularly great um if you need a ten dollar crapper
4: I, think, I got two I, names. Okay, three got, names three oh, yeah, names three um, names three well, names for me. I got
1: one right now uh CJ Azoma against mm-hmm. Cleveland he got five targets last week a couple in the red zone they weren't quality targets because Tr- jeff driscoll is not a good quarterback but i think he's got some touchdown equity and that's saying something considering he's only got two touchdowns this year but uh i don't hate uzoma against cleveland for 10 bucks so there's one name who are yours yeah
4: he he was one of the three names that i was going to mention um the just 10 dollar range is just all about you know i i'm on the believer if you're punting here you know, if they get a few targets for min salary, you're going to be happy. But I do like Vance McDonald and Herndon here, Uh, Chris Herndon. I mean, I don't love them by any means, but Herndon gives you uh, some targets here, min salary. He's been getting four, two, six, and eight in the last couple. He was priced up. He's actually priced down a little bit here at $10. And we have uh, Vance coming in at 10 and he's in the same boat here, three targets, four targets, seven targets. So at least you could potentially get something out of these guys punting at $10. Any interest in those two guys?
1: Yeah. Vance. I mean, he had a touchdown last game and he should have had a second and he's been a $15 player the last four weeks and suddenly Mm -hmm. he's down to 10. So I think there's big value there. Like I don't know why they suddenly dropped him like that he might end up being major chalk in this tournament uh, if people are going to pay for the running backs, because it it feels like, especially after last week, people are going to be lukewarm to be paying up for tight ends. I guarantee you. So, um, but I like it. I like it. It makes sense. If you want more off the, off the uh, radar a little bit, um, go to the Cowboys, Blake Jarwin against Tampa Bay. Again, Mm -hmm. certainly could, could, you know have some points in that game and he's had seven targets each of the last two weeks no touchdowns to show for it but uh you know if he gets in the end zone with 45 and 56 yards like we've seen each of the last two weeks that's a pretty good spot now here's the problem you run into is they were trailing against indy they had that you know back and forth game against philly those were two really ideal kind of game flows and it's far from a guarantee we're going to see that in this one
4: yeah, and it looks like – I mean, I've watched a couple of games for Dallas. It looks like he can get the ball in his hands and he can go downfield too. I mean, I'm not a huge guy that watches every game, but yeah. it, he does look like he has big play potential. Uh, I guess one – it's not off the wall anymore, but uh, Jimmy Graham, um, uh, $11. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um,
1: no, he's toast, dude. I mean, especially like the moment we we take – you know Aaron Rodgers off the field. I just—it's
4: just, not going to go there. He doing it with
1: the best quarterback in the NFL or one of the best. What's he going to do with Deshaun Kaiser? I, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm going to veto that play. All right, we're going to leave defense to you guys because we are running long here on the show today. Uh, he is Mike Brown. You can find him h 3 buddha over there on Twitter on Roto Grinders and uh, Mike. Thanks for jumping in on short notice and talking some Yahoo with me.
4: No problem. Thank you for having me. Best of luck. This is the best tournament value you guys are going to get. If they keep rolling this out, you better be jamming your lineups in here because this is the best tournament to be in.
1: No doubt. If your floods again, paying 20 to $200. Make sure it is on Yahoo this week, $250,000 and guaranteed overlay once again. And uh, it basically filled, I think they were like 60 short last week. I think it's going to fill this week with everybody uh, already made, making their deposits. And remember, you know, we obviously play to win. But as Mike said, he cashed like 8 of his 10 last week. The cash lines are so much more in your favor when you have negative 33% rate versus the 20% you see on other sites. Check them out this week. For Mike, I am Dan Bach. Good luck this week on Yahoo, and we will see you.